Hey everyone, welcome to the Pain Gangster Podcast. If you are sick and tired of feeling stuck in your pain and going through the same cycles over and over again, this podcast will deliver practical tools and ideas that will help you face your pain, honor it, and learn how to move through it. I believe our pain is here to wake us up so that we can unlock our healing and give our pain a purpose in order to live the life it was designed to be lived. I am your host, Gina Dobmeyer, and I want you to know that you are not alone. What's up, pain gangsters? Hey, today my husband is joining me on this podcast. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> um, you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> my name is Ryan Dobmeyer. <laughs> I'm your husband to this pain gangster, Gina Dobmeyer. Um, so we just got done with Easter. It's Easter Sunday, and we, I hope, first of all, everyone had a good Sunday. I know it's just a different time. If you're tuning in, it is, what, the year 2020? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but it's just different. It's a different time, and I know we're all going through these waves of, like, entering into a new normal, and um, that's pretty much what we want to talk to you guys about today is this, we don't want to go back to normal. Normal wasn't working and we have a personal story within that in our own life, but also too, we have a few different conversations, and so the title isn't necessarily like a solid title. It just is not going back to normal, but then we also were sitting here on our couch just reflecting about our last year. So much happened over a year ago in our personal life, and then... um we were also talking about what it was like to take the first step in moving in a direction of healing and honoring your pain. And to be honest, I mean, we've been on this journey for quite some time, but I would say from the very beginning, the, since the day we started, which was about, what, seven six years? years ago? Six, seven years we ago, We say yeah. six years, so it was like right before... I think we're starting it's right to get when we lost up. Annabelle, but then yeah. the year before that, which I don't talk about too often, the year before we lost her was very much like a pivotal time in our life. We were searching for. We were shifting. Yeah, we were. That's <laughs> we were a good word. Shifting. Yeah, we in were in our lives for sure. For sure, like we were shifting out of like okay, there has to be a different again normal. Our norm wasn't working, so there has to be some sort of shift out of what we were experiencing in our life. In our case, it was just looking for a job change, looking for um, – we were wanting to increase our income as a family. At that time, it was just – well, it was we, the four yeah. of us, and so it was just this expanding. Yeah, we were definitely not happy with where we were and with what we were doing, and so we just knew – I mean, you've been there before, um, those of you that are listening – where you just feel inside, you just have this calling and this pull inside of you that where you are is not where you need to be mm -hmm. and or what you need to be doing and that there's more to life than what you're living and you keep going through the day-to-day -day and you keep going through the mundane uh, repetitions and whether it's you feel like you have to or that you need to or that um, others are counting on you and I put that in mm. quotation marks because – uh, a lot of us get trapped in that false narrative that, well, if I don't do it, who will? And so we get stuck in these places that we don't, we ourselves don't belong in. And so, so we were just at a, at a pivotal point, like you said, mm -hmm. 
in order to shift. And so we started to shift that year before we lost Annabelle. And then Annabelle just kind of kicked us into the this full journey force <laughs> of uh Let's rediscovery so yeah and so let the parachute like we all, like we were just talking about before you press play on this like it was it feels like we're we've never been skydiving but lately <laughs> i've been using that term a lot like i just feel like and you go skydiving and jump out of a plane to feel like what it's like to free fall for a little while like someone just needs to push me off and let me go. And that's pretty much, it was that when you're in that mindset of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how or when or, but you feel like this shift is coming on. Right. Um, I feel like that could be like a song or something. <laughs> it's a shift coming on. I don't know. Um, I'm cha- I just change words around. But when you feel like that, I mean, holy crap, we were scared out of our minds to make For that sure. leap, to make that jump. And it was just pretty much just like, how are we going to do this? It Things weren't working, but it didn't seem like anything. We had other options in our path for anything to work beyond what we were doing. And so, yeah, we were, I would say, super comfortable, but very just, it wasn't a good comfort. It was very uncomfortable in the sense of like, we weren't able to. It was very painful, but it was what use we. Use our gifts. Yeah, to, we were. We were used to it, so yeah. So that's why it was comfortable. Again, air quotes around that because I know, right? <laughs> it's comfortable, but it was painful, and we were comfortable in that pain. But we mm. knew that something had to change, and so yeah, yeah we, we started s- speaking up within behind, like within our life, and so here, all of a sudden, we take this leap. We we leave our career, our job, and all this kind of stuff. A big shift. So anyway, it's been that way for the fat, past several years. Well, just over a year ago, um, we every year has taken us on like an even deeper level. And so over a year ago, we both started trauma therapy, EMDR therapy is what we do. And we've been just like reflecting, holy crap, we are not the same people. <laughs> we were a year and a half ago. And it was just, I mean, we've been so consistent in this work every week we show up i mean ryan goes to therapy and he has his therapist i have mine and it's like we really jumped in full force and so we've been going yeah for a while now and it just popped up you know like on facebook or instagram they have those memories it just popped up not too long ago and it started this whole like easter sunday here we are like i just made a comment the other day holy crap we are not the same people and it just both like we looked at each other we're like Last year was dark. It was so dark. We faced many dark days within our marriage, but it was dark as like an individual sense. Like Ryan was in a dark place, which threw me into this spin of like, what is happening? And um, we, it was our job. It was, it's our job to individually take responsibility and heal ourselves versus, because when we don't take that responsibility, we we then project our pain and our, um, what's another word, our pain onto other people. We, we project that all the things that aren't okay. And so it really was just like, this isn't okay. We need help. And so we went for it. So then the reflection's been. Look where we've come from. Look look where we've gone and look (laughs) where we look where we are. And so, yeah, it's, I think, you know, it's kind of, um, jump onto what you were saying is that 
if, you know, depending on where you're at in your life and your journey, um, I would just encourage you that if you're, you've been thinking about taking that leap, taking that step to get help, um, and it's, I think we have such a negative connotation towards like therapy and counseling or anything like that. Cause you think, well, like broken people are the only one that needs therapy or broken people are all only one that needs counseling mm. or there's just huge negative connotation. Stigma. Yeah. It's stigma around it. And I will say, well, yes, that is true in a sense. Cause, but aren't we all broken people? <laughs> I, so I've been kind of deconstruct. Okay. So I've been kind of de- deconstructing this word broken because I feel like it's just being human. I don't even like the word broken anymore. I just feel like we all have these parts of us that are human. And yeah. so we're not these superheroes. We we tend to put so much pressure on ourselves. So I say the bravest people are willing to face their pain, willing For to sure. honor their pain, the bravest. So like when we first started, it was this yeah, we were definitely looked by a very small group of people, looked at as, whoa, you guys are walking down this dark path and oh my gosh, you better be careful. And all these, again, projections from other people's <laughs> trauma and Fear, pain and yeah. fears and all that kind of stuff. Be careful. And you I might was like, you know what? If this work was easy, everybody would be doing it. But guess sure. what? Not everyone is because it takes such, so much bravery and vulnerability and honesty to rip yourself open. Now, here's the thing. This podcast is not about like, I'm. we're not trying to sell you on therapy. I don't think that this is just what's opened up for us. Like I said, this has been a process and a journey for us for years now. We just knew we had to go on a deeper level for us because of all the things we already have been doing in our life. And this was very specific to trauma in our life to repeated patterns in order to um, heal the root cause. You have to, I just say, instead of like healing, we have to deconstruct those parts of us to wake up the truth. And so if you're walking around numb, if you're walking around naive and just brushing things under the rug and ignoring and skirting around conversations that you know you need to have, that's a good indication that you're probably dealing with something on a deeper level and that you're just afraid to go to those places. And that's that fear of taking that jump, that leap or that first step. It is. But again, the question that we had to go back to on numerous accounts was normal wasn't working for us. And that's the question we wanted to pose for you guys that are listening is, is normal working for you? Is what was working for for you I don't know. So if you're in a place where things are working for you, great. But if it's if you're seeing relationships are becoming stagnant, your gifts and talents aren't being used in ways that you're like, man, I know that. Here's the thing too, like maybe it's not necessarily like change has to happen tomorrow. And that wasn't our case either. Like we said, we were sitting on some things for over a year. But the main thing is, is when you start to open yourself up to possibilities and other lanes and avenues just know that it's okay and that giving yourself permission we talked a lot about this this morning too right babe like yeah all sometimes in our life we just needed permission i think what we were holding on to was trying to get permission from other people versus (laughs) telling ourselves we hey we can give ourselves permission 
to take this jump. And if people don't agree, that's not our problem anymore. I can't please and bow to this to the to the name of other people and their dreams and their visions and their passions because again, the we know the limits that we are facing that we're putting on ourselves. And so that's just huge yeah. to be able to give yourself permission. And I I was just thinking about going back to something you said earlier um about this isn't this may not be somebody else's journey and that you know this is our journey that we started therapy and different things but I will say that the journey started for both of us just personally trying to discover other things and so I think our journey like we said before it started years ago um but my journey started with opening myself up and and listening to other people that kind of woke me up mm. to certain things and same with you yeah. And so it was being open to be exposed, to be, to allow the truth within me to be exposed and then following that path and following that journey and following and kind of digging deeper into who I was as a human being. And like you said, I love the word you use is uh, deconstructing mm-hmm. and being, there is a massive amount of deconstruction that has to happen when you start or as you go through life. Because there's so many layers that get put on that are these untrue stories that we tell ourselves or that have been told to us that then we believe. And so that kind of gives – it sets perspective for some things in our life that aren't true. And mm-hmm. so we have to deconstruct and peel back those layers time and time again and over and over again. And so it's it's important to to understand that you know you don't have to necessarily – if if the journey if your journey leads you to um some type of therapy or counseling or um whatever it may be into a certain program or something like mm. that that's awesome that's your journey but don't yeah. be afraid of it and like Gina just said like you know you have that permission and if you need somebody to <laughs> give you that permission we are here to tell you you have permission to go, go and find help. It. You know, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's important. That was important for us to to finally realize that we um, could trust ourselves to yeah. step out into this journey and step out into this place where we weren't afraid to uncover the dark parts inside of us. Uh, we weren't afraid to like go into those dark places and expose them and expose the truth in those places and then find the gift in those places too. A lot of people don't realize that through pain and through suffering or through this deconstruction or um, going into those deep dark places that you yourself are afraid to go that you can actually find massive amounts of gifts and energy and truth within those places that can help you in your life. I mean – amazing things that you don't even realize about yourself or that you believed as a lie for so long that all of a sudden you go to that deep place that you're afraid to go and then you kind of expose it, you deconstruct it. And then all of a sudden you realize that there's such a gift in that place. Okay. So like I have this kind of funny, it's a very simple story. I think all of us can relate to, but do you remember being a kid? Actually, we had this happen tonight for Easter dinner. Our, I made sweet potatoes <laughs> and Ryan and I like sweet potatoes, but my our girls don't. They love them. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, right. I even did the brown sugar and the marshmallow and all that kind of stuff. I love that but, part. Yeah, right. Our little girl Miley was like she's going. Marshmallows. She's just like, where's the bag of marshmallows? <laughs> Anyways, but do you remember being a kid, right? And you didn't like certain foods, 
And then as you get a little older, I I didn't even like sweet potatoes when I was a little kid. And right. then all of a sudden I went to Texas Roadhouse and I was like, what? I need their sweet potato. I'm going to try it. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and ever since then, I love sweet potatoes. But uh, thanks, Texas Roadhouse. Uh, but anyway, it's like that. You seriously have these like small, narrow uh, minds around certain situations of taking that leap or what normal or new normal looks like. And we we create these stories around, ooh, I don't like that. No, 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 that's not for me. Or based off of what? <laughs> Based off of what? Because my daughter tonight with the sweet potato goes, I just don't like that it's orange. Wait, what? <laughs> like you don't like the sweet potato just because it's orange? Are you kidding me? Like you like oranges. Yeah, but I know I like oranges. So you're based on what is your story. And so all of a sudden when you start to open up and try different foods and you're like, oh my God, where was this all my life? I can't believe when you're young, your palate can only handle so much. But as you get older, you expand and you start to discover different parts and it awakes your taste buds. That's the same thing. We grew up, Ryan and I, with like mindsets around therapy or getting help for ourselves, inviting people in. Heck, oh my God, sitting down at a table and having an open conversation about hard things like friends going through a divorce or debt. Oh my God. Ew. I like gag. I hate talking about finances. Like all those Other painful beliefs. <laughs> beliefs. Oh my God. Sitting with different, of different people, faith of different beliefs and, or political what about, background. I was just going to say, what about political? <laughs> Dear, Dear Lord. God, don't go there. Woo. But we sit and we really, we limit these conversations because again, based on what experience and what story. And maybe it's just that you have to go try some new foods. Maybe it's you need to go walk around a new city. Maybe you need to go take a drive outside of your city and get into nature. Maybe it's those small steps that lead you to waking up your taste buds, that wake up your brains and brain in a new way, that open your heart to see expansion and growth and life beyond what you're able what you only have because if that's all you've given yourself then you're already doing yourself a disservice and not being able to relate to other people I mean again it has to be that desire when I started pain gangster and this whole pain journey I wanted to discover that pain and could also be something that was meaningful and something that is good. And so I had to put myself, like you said, Ryan, like in other conversations of other people's pain stories. And so I started to drown myself of like new ways to say, okay, if so-and-so could do this, so can I. If this yeah. person can go through chronic pain, if this person can go through losing their legs in war, if this person could be born with a, a um, chromosome disorder, or if those type of things, then my pain, I can find healing. I could find meaning in my pain too. And so it was so much more of going, if I want to discover something beyond the what I can see, I have to go find it. And that in itself is a step. And so take those risks 
to sit with people that have, you know, experienced something even beyond what you're experiencing. Get out of your own story to see that there are possibilities within growth and honoring your pain in therapy or talking with people and Mm -hmm. so forth. Yeah, so I guess the second part of this podcast would be uh, the fact that if maybe you've already been on this journey, maybe you've been on a healing journey and you've already kind of taken that for those first steps and uh, you've already kind of jumped out of the plane, maybe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like Gina said earlier, and you're, you're free falling. <laughs> and so we want to encourage you as well, because we're in that same boat where you can be on this journey and feel like you're going nowhere, feel like the tires are just spinning. And if you're only just kind of looking at where you're all, where you are right now, you may not even feel like there's any growth or any change or any type of uh, progression forward. But um, one of the things that I've been helped with, especially with my therapist, he's had to tell me on several occasions, like, hey, stop, turn around and look back, Mm. like see where you've come from. Remember last year, this was where you were at. Six months ago, you were here. Three months ago, you were here. So look at where you are. Like you have taken many, many steps forward. You have come a long way. And so I just want to encourage you that if you are in that journey, take some time to just kind of stop, breathe, turn around and look where you've come from and really see the progression, see the journey, see the the progress that you have made, that you are getting better, that you are seeing um, change and you are you are rediscovering who you are mm-hmm. as a human being and just like Gina said earlier you've you've been deconstructing deconstructing yourself and your life and who you are as a human being and and just see the and celebrate those wins celebrate the the changes that you've actually had in your life and and just really enjoy it and embrace it mm-hmm. yeah that's what last night was for us we just stopped and looked at each other and we were just like whoa we aren't the same people. We really had to stop and sit with that for just a minute. We both kind of like it. It was almost like a moment of silence almost <laughs> like, whoa, like, whoa. And I always think of the, um, you know, in your car, the mirror that says objects are closer than they, than, than they appear. Like that is what reflection is like. It's you are so much. I replace objects with just whatever it is that you're facing. So miracles are closer than what they appear. Your new self is closer than what they appear. So whatever it is that you're searching for, like when you, when you do take this time to reflect, you are so much closer to your future self or to whatever it is of why you started your healing journey to begin with. Mine was simply to just know that I could manage my life as a mom and as a wife and know that I could be around people and control my thoughts of where they go. And so I really started to having to dig deep within to say, okay, I want to know that I could trust myself and have tools that I can manage where my mind goes and doubt and lies and replacing those stories with truth. And so, yeah, oftentimes I would have to sit with myself and be like, whoa, I handled that situation completely different and take a pause and celebrate those little wins. So we just want to encourage you guys with that today. Can I leave your uh, audience with something to do? So this is something that I was encouraged to do at the beginning of this year. And it was to take some time and just write down where, where I've been in the last year. 
And so I, I did. I took some time. I probably took 30 minutes or so, 30, 45 mm-hmm. minutes and just really sat with that question. Like, what it, what has been your last year and reflect on the last year, what I've been through, what's happened, like everything. So I did that and just kind of brain dumped on a piece of paper. After you do that and you brain dump, then you go back and you start reading what you've written out. It's actually pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah. And it's actually, as you start to do it, even if I had to go back through my calendar, I'm somebody who I keep a lot, I keep everything in my calendar or not everything. I'm not extremely OCD or anything like that, You're but kind the, I, I kind of am, I border on that. So, <laughs> but I will say like my, if it is, <clears throat> if it's not on my schedule, like it doesn't really happen or I forget it or whatever. Our so. daughter opened up your cal- cadence was like your calendar yeah. like oh my god it's like it's insane you have a lot of things to do i'm like yes i do you put everything but i was able to go through my calendar if you're somebody like me who keeps track of those things um and you have that schedule then go back through your schedule and just it'll help you it help jog your memory so that was for me the the point of that what do you put was, in your just like yeah. all my appointments and things. No, you but know. like you were talking about reflection and on your note taking and did, do you put little things on your calendar? Too? No, no, no. I had to, I was going back through my calendar to remind myself of things that had happened. Oh, the I year. see. Oh, because that's where because you log I, that's, and you, yeah, would, yeah. If it wasn't for that, I probably would yeah. have a hard time remembering all those things. So whatever it is. kind of like my Facebook or Instagram. Yes. So, <laughs> like I could scroll there through you go. there So because I post a ton of pictures. Because if you looked at Gina's calendar, it would be I have blank. zero. I don't, I don't, I'm like, wait, what's happening today? <laughs> calendar, I kind of fly off the seat of my paper. So if you need to look through Instagram or Facebook or your calendar, yeah, whatever it is to have... jar your memory to remember the things, because that's. I, I guarantee if I would have just put down what was on my brain, it would have been three things, maybe four. You know, mm-hmm. like it would have been just a couple things and it wouldn't have gone really deep. So I encourage you to sit with this, figure out whatever it is that where you kind of log what you do throughout the year, whether it's a calendar or whether maybe you're Facebook you don't. or whatever. Maybe they don't. Maybe don't, but maybe, maybe just – Maybe it's a good start. Maybe, you, uh, maybe you're one of those people that just – you're like, oh, this is what I did this year and you, you can brain dump it that way. Whatever it is, yeah. sit with it. And really go back and kind of write out everything that has happened in the last year, everything you can remember. Mm. And then sit with that and then look through those things. And you'll be amazed mm. at where you've come from, from last year to this year. And then here's the other challenge. Oh. Begin to do this on a quarterly – whoa. <laughs> Begin to do this on a quarterly basis. And then if you really want to step it up, do it on a monthly basis where you reflect mm. on the month. And if you really want to step it Ooh, up, there you go, Ryan. Then keep do it, it coming. <laughs> then do it on a weekly basis where you reflect on the last week. Yeah. And then keep those and track those. And then in the next year, a year from now, you can go back and look at all the things that you've reflected on. And if you do this on a weekly basis, you have 52 different um, entries of what you've reflected on. Oh, and that right. way you can go back, or maybe it's every month and you have 12, every quarter. You have four, whatever it may be, or once a year. But whatever it is, you can go back and look at those things and track where you've gone, where you've come from in the last year and really gain a different perspective as to where you are now than where you were three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, whatever it may be. I feel like we could do like a whole podcast just on this because I think there's so much power in everything that you're saying and you have to – 
we have to even shine light on the areas of like when you begin again these very little things they lead to the power of rewiring your brain so you're truly decon it's like a deconstructive process that we've talked about right but anyway we can maybe dig deeper into all that that. but even just starting with journaling is great i love everything you just said um maybe i could talk about i mean i don't even want to tell you guys what i did (laughs) (laughs) my therapist had me literally do an entire timeline of my entire life so from from literally we started from zero she i was like wait what like she's all (laughs) like when you were pregnant in your mom's belly and then all the way up and I'm 37 now. So I went all the way up to 37 years old. And yeah, this could be another podcast. Would you join me again? Yes, absolutely. Um, because <laughs> I see a lot more in my future. Well, and I think too, <laughs> there's what I'm hearing you say too, is what begin the beautiful thing that Ryan's talking about that tends to happen. And this is like shining light on those areas that you're like, why would I even do that? you would start creating these habits that are so healthy for you. And so when you start really, again, that's the bigger picture. And this is what I am here to do for you and this whole world because I see things from a big picture standpoint is we can shove things aside and go, eh, not for me, eh, not for me. And really, I'm just here to tell you, shining light on everything that Ryan just said will help kickstart you into new habits, new mindsets, and creating it your ways for you to expand to see and feel and think differently. And so start little, start with that, what happened that one year, and then take it from there, like what you said. I love it. So maybe we'll talk about it again. But thanks for joining us, for you guys. And we just always, I always want to leave you with this, that you are not alone. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Pain Gangster. If this content is adding value to your life, our one ask is that you rate and review, as well as share this with someone that you believe would also gain value from this content. This helps us build this community to help more people. And at the end of the day, that is what we are all about, helping people process through their pain. One last thing, I'd love for you to head over to Facebook and get plugged into the community on our Pain Gangster Facebook group. You can also follow me on Facebook and on Instagram at Gina Domeyer. Thank you so much for being part of this community. And remember, you are not alone.